everybody. Welcome to episode 19 of NPC Talk. My name is Inkernaut, and today is August 21st, 2015. And in NPC Talk news, um, this is actually really old news, but I totally watched like the the top four or whatever of the International Five, and I never talked about it, but it was really cool. And um, and the stories and the things behind the teams were really really neat. And I don't I don't really follow Dota two very much, um, but I kind of understand what's going on because it's from Dota one. But um, yeah, Ti five it was awesome. Uh, also, I am. I am going to a Super Smash Bros. Melee tournament on September 19th. It is called HTC Throwdown. And I believe... uh, I don't know what the stream will be, but generally it's from uh, Smash Showdown. Uh, But yeah, look out for Incronaut, man. I will will be there, and I will probably get trunched. But, um, you know, we we do what we can. so. Um, So yeah, for tonight, though, I have a very, very special guest... An incredibly close friend and a gamer in crime, Timmy. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I I'm a special friend. Um, yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for having me. It's been like months since we've talked about me joining this special podcast of yours. Yeah, yeah. We um <laughs> we we've talked about it for a long time because you're a gamer and <laughs> and 19 <laughs> episodes in. <laughs> I think you've asked me at least. Four or five times. You didn't actually ask me. You were like, you should totally do one. It was like five times. And now we're actually doing one. So Yeah. For the viewers, this is how dedicated I am to the podcast and for the viewers. And I want people to to meet my friends and and almost expert gamers <laughs> and and that I will badger them until they join me onto my show. It worked. It did work. <laughs> um so, Timmy, uh, do you have a gamer tag that you go by? I do have a gamer tag. It is, well, okay, I want to change it, but right now it's RIMS. R I H M Z. RIMS, awesome. That's, yeah. So, uh, I want to change it to, like, Tim Chen. So, if I ever become famous, people would say my actual name hmm. and they would actually know me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, but RIMS, actually, can I give the history on that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go for it. So I uh, I played WoW and then I was trying to I was running a like a shaman or something and I looked up the best guild and then one of their players' names was Rims. He was a troll shaman, so I just copied that and it just stuck ever since. So uh, like like the actual uh, race troll and not not the characters. No, yeah, no, not the characters. Yes, okay. actual race. <laughs> I was like, wow, like. He's a troll, and he's on the top. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> Um, yeah. So, uh, as as you may or may not know, on NPC Talk, we like to ask our first time guests about their top three games. Yes. Awesome. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Um, but before we get into that, we would like to ask uh, if you would uh, tell yourself tell about. Ah, tell us about yourself as a gamer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, so we grew up with the SNES. Nice. Playing, yep, playing Super Mario World, and so I have two older sisters who are like a lot older than me. Mm-hmm. So I was probably like 
two or three when they were playing it, and then I just watched them. Um, and then grew up playing. I remember playing like Sonic the Hedgehog uh, with Sega. I was always Tails because my douchebag friend was always Sonic. He always <laughs> wanted Sonic. I always thought Tails was cooler though. Um, and then around third grade, I started. I was introduced to StarCraft. And then that's when, like, competitive gaming and, like, playing against each other, like, really became serious. And um, ever, this, ever since then, just started playing a lot of different, um, different types of games. So, um, yeah, I think it's pretty much it. Ever since then, I just have been started playing a lot of different games. Yeah, yeah. Um, why don't you give us a little, uh, just a little quick, you know... Just like a tiny resume about your competitive game wow. accomplishments. <laughs> you know, you know. I'm, okay. um, so I think that. So I first started really playing competitively. Uh, Heroes of New Earth, actually, probably my senior year. Mm. Um, well, I mean, we I did StarCraft against my friends, like sort of competitively, but I never did like like, rank player or anything like that. So I actually think Heroes of New Earth might have been the first one. Um, and then I didn't get very high in there, but then uh, you're after went to StarCraft II, uh, Wings of Liberty, and then got Diamond in Masters Season 1. Um, and then from there, moved into League of Legends, uh, as you remember, Chris. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then from there, I got in the highest was Plat 2, because nice. um, I was going to try... I was going. I wanted to try out for UC Irvine's LOL team, which is, like, one of the best. Um, I needed to get to Diamond 5, but I never made it, so... Uh, and then Hearthstone. I've made it to Legend once. <laughs> I've tried really hard this month, but I've... It's it's been really hard, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's that's my competitive uh, history. Yeah, nice. It, it's it's a lot better than mine. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, you made, like you made like gold. My highest, two, right? my highest was gold two, I think, and then uh, and then out by then because I, I got to gold 5 and like I just wanted to stop but I was like yeah just to keep my um, rank from decaying like I would just play like one game a week for fun oh, yeah. and then I, I just like won all of them and, <laughs> and I, I went to gold 4 and then skipped to gold 2 Dang. and then the season ended and I was like whatever like could <laughs> <laughs> uh, have made it <laughs> yeah um yeah, they they had masters in season 1 for StarCraft 2 uh, actually, I, I think they did, right? When did they change it? I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty sure they did. I think maybe it might have been season three that they brought it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I know for season one, maybe I, I got diamond. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I was diamond, dude. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, was I? No, I was. Yeah, I was diamond. I was diamond for one season. Season one, I was diamond. I think you're making this up. No, I, I was. I, oh my gosh, you don't believe me? me I remember just, how you played. I was like, uh, sorry? Wow, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, sorry, Chris. It was, 
It was my computer. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> I was a... I don't know what you're talking about. I was a pro back then. <laughs> yeah, totally Diamond Season 1. Get out of here. Damn, how'd you look that up? Out of here. On, um... Found it. Oh, shoot. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> before, before we, we go down this rabbit hole. Um, so... <laughs> for, uh... For, uh, your top three. Yes. Uh, how, how was the process of finding your top three games? Um, so... The process was, it was actually wasn't that hard, but it was understanding why they were my top three, I guess, was a little harder. Um, yeah, because, um, because I think some people think, like, to think of, like, you know, like, games for, like, their story, or, like, their gameplay, or, um, kind of, like, the production value, or whatever, um, so my games that I liked, except one of them, are more like competitive. So okay. I was like, I was kind of like, well, shouldn't like my game like have a little more of a story or have like a little better gameplay? But I guess not. I guess I just stuck with these, and um, I'm I like them. I think they're still my favorite, and I think Jeremy would agree. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. All right, yeah, let's uh, let's hear it then. What do you All right. Um, so shall I'll go in order. Um, just kind of like where I started, and then let's kind of like chronological, chronological. So okay. Okay. my first one is World of Warcraft. Oh, <laughs> back yes. to the WoW. Back to the WoW. Uh, you would know how much I. Uh, how much I missed this game. <laughs> uh, so I played... I was... How old was I? I think I was in 6th grade. Uh, 2004. When this game came out. And then I was like... I really wanted this for my birthday. So I kept asking my dad. And then he kept saying no. And then I was really sad. Um... And then after church one day, we were driving back, and then he had it in, like, a Target bag, and then I was, like, freaking out. And then ever since then, it's downhill from there. <laughs> Social life in middle school. I wasn't that bad in middle school, because either way, I wouldn't have been doing anything productive. But uh, start out, yeah, start out in sixth grade, and I am saying that the best, my favorite part of WoW uh, was definitely vanilla. Um, mm, okay. Yeah. Um, did you play WoW at all? Um, according to Jeremy, I played it for. I played like the free trial to like level twenty, and then I was like me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was too poor for the monthly. That that was the truth. I see. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I started out as a torn hunter. Oh, okay. okay. Yep. And then I had like a buzzard as a pet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all I remember. And then I ended up as a female night elf rogue. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't know. What, you're like in sixth grade. You just want to make females because you're, you know, just a teenager. Yeah. Cause you're... <laughs> oh. My uh, my friend, um, who I play MMOs with, he's like, he's like, man, if you're gonna like stare at at the behind of a character for hours on end, it might as well be female. And I'm like, huh, that that makes sense, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> I've been staring at male booty for hours on end. <laughs> yeah. I guess that is kind of weird. <laughs> my wife doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's probably, it's probably not something to do with that, you know? It's like, it's just nice, nice to look at, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, and for for the viewers out there, there, there's nothing weird of a male looking at another male's booty. Just <laughs> throwing out there. Uh, I'm from near San Francisco. Yeah, I got you guys. I got you guys. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I just you know, there's just where it was. It was a low percentage of women characters out there. So nice. Um. So what what makes vanilla your favorite section of all? Mm-hmm. So I I think I remember. Uh, so I was reading a thread uh, earlier this month on uh, Reddit R Wow about like RPG elements that Blizzard has taken out. Um like, since Vanilla. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so the reason why I loved it, I'll, I'll go back to that, but the reason why I loved it is, like, um, the communities and the friendships I made mm-hmm. uh, with the people there. Um, and then I really enjoyed getting loot. It was, like, very uh, rewarding and, like, really exciting whenever you got something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really cool, like, the camaraderie you have with your guild as you're, like, downing bosses. And you're like working really hard, and then you finally get it. Um, and then, so I think with like all those things, that, those were like the great aspects. Um, but in terms of like the actual game of WoW, like it was very like bare bones, like compared to what it is now. Mm. Um, like the, like there's so many different like, like you know, there's like Raid Finder, um, where you can like go like oh i want to go to this raid and then it'll like teleport you to the place and then you like ray have a group of like i don't know 25 people to like raid with and like you don't even need a guild um you just kind of have everything already set up for you like nowadays Mm -hmm. Uh, before you had to like search out for guilds you had to like mount up go ride to the place where you're raiding and you feel like you're actually going to the place and you're actually like um, downing this boss in this mountain, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and um, it just kind of had like all the raw elements of like what makes an MMO so great. It's like um, you know, I still have a couple friends on uh, Facebook who I played WoW with, and um, we were just kind of like a lot of times just log on and just hang out and team speak and um, go somewhere actually in the world and I don't know um, kill lobies or um, go annoy people or just hang out. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I think now you can play WoW by yourself pretty easily. Um, you could, yeah, like what I said, the raid finders. Um, you don't really need a guild. And then there's like, you can get loot, uh, pretty easily now because I think you get like some random currency when, um, the bosses die. And then you like use that currency to get uh, more drops than you normally would. Because before you just get drops from the bosses themselves, 
mm-hmm. uh, but then the upcoming expansions or the um, expansions that came out, you can um, buy a loot so that you would so that because I think Blizzard probably wanted to give the players uh, more ways to get loot rather than just um, hoping for uh, a loot drops from bosses. So um, I kind of miss all that, you know, and. I go. I try to go back because um, it pulls me in. You know, wow, does that it just pulls you in? <laughs> but um, I, know, I had a lot of fun with all friends there. I guess I was young too, so I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. But um, it was a huge world. There was a lot to explore. Um, but everything's taken out now. Everything's so easy to do. So mm. that's why I miss about it. Yeah. It's actually pretty interesting that um that like in a sense um like better better game mechanics and better technology has kind of in a sense like ruined the immersion of yeah. the game, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like uh like games are getting so advanced now that it's like almost kind of like diluting the amount of work you do for just like the simple stuff, you know? Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Um do you know? Do you know about uh, DKP Dragon Kill Points? Um, I I learned about it two weeks ago from Jeremy and Alex. Okay. Who, uh, Jeremy made a a minus fifty DKP video joke, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but and they made me watch it, and I still don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I I just know that uh, guild leaders. Um, when they get mad, they will they will go minus fifty DKP, and then people get scared. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I understand. Yeah, I I, that be, yeah that was troll. That was such a troll video. <laughs> they, uh, I don't think they could actually. The guilds I were in never did that. So, why don't you explain to the viewers? What okay, DKP okay, yeah, sorry, I can't do it. Uh, I think in EverQuest it started because they actually kill dragons, but um, basically, if you're in a guild. Um, and if you participated in a kill of a boss, you were granted like DKP, kind of like, kind of like a like a like a money currency for helping out. And then and it's a uh, dragon kill points. Dragon kill points, yes, DKP. And then you would use those points for to uh, bid on loot that dropped. And obviously, the people who had more would win. Um, so those were the people who helped more. So. Uh, it gave loot to people who are more involved mm. and who helped out more. So, um, I think so. That I'm not sure if people still use that. I, I, I'm sure they still do. Um, but because there's like so many different ways to get loot now, it's just kind of like um, I can't imagine it being as like cool that you can like use your points to like bid on things that you really want, and then when you get it, you like. It's just such it's such a great feeling. I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, they don't have that anymore. That's why I miss. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Now you know minus fifty DKP. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I love talking to Wowers because to this day, when I talk to a Wower and they say, you know, like I don't know, they they like throw out all these like Wow terms and. Yeah. And like acronyms, <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about, but it sounds so exciting. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I wish I played, but I just don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did you ever get into it? Uh, too expensive. I, I didn't have a yeah. job in high school, and yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of uh, interesting stuff. Do you know about um, the RP server named Moonguard? No. Okay. What about it? <laughs> they have... There's... Uh, it's kind of famous. There's a inn and like one of the starting areas. It's like the human starting area. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a roleplay server. So they just roleplay. They say... Uh-huh. Like real stuff, and then that inn is kind of like a brothel for like the characters on that server. Okay. So like the the uh, the I don't know. There'll be like random characters in there, like you know, like yeah. doing that stuff. And I just found that out. I was like, wow, like. How do, why do people do that? Like, like, they're, like they're totally like RP doing it, right? I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think they actually. Actually, I I see on Reddit, and they're just like, once I got, once I went there, I like, I never wanted to go back. Cause <laughs> I, I can't even imagine what, like, I don't know, like a bunch of really involved wild nerds would, like, say I can't even. I mean, was it? I mean, it just could have been like, like two dudes, right? Like, with your female night elf rogue and a... Yeah. And another female <laughs> night elf rogue or something. <laughs> I was like, dang. Um, okay, I, I'll throw something, another thing out there. Do you know about the... Uh, so that same inn, um, there's, like, this thread. So I'm just throwing out memories out there. Sure. Um, but there's this thread that was, like, um, there are these five kids who are at the top floor of the inn, and they're standing in the form of, like, a star, like a pentagram. Oh, okay. And then once you walked in that room, like, the the music would, like, stop, and, like, you wouldn't hear anything. <laughs> and then there there's became, like, this huge thread on, like, you know, what, like, what's going on in there, and, like, people, like, freaking out, because, like, it's, like, one of the scariest things <laughs> ever. And I was, like... And I went in there and then brought a couple of my friends, and it was... It was kind of crazy. But anyway, so like things like that and like WoW is just kind of like... Those are the things I miss. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so do you... I know it's been a long time since you, uh, you know, hardcore divulged into WoW, but uh, do you still... Okay, do you still keep in contact with any of your old WoW friends that you don't know from real life? Uh, I do not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I only have one guy. I think last time we talked was probably like four or five years ago, oh, which was bad. yeah, it's not bad. Which was about like five years after we stopped playing. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just nice to have at the time. But yeah, we don't really keep catch up or mm. keep up more. Have you have you met anyone? In real life, uh, I have not. Um, I've been in guilds where like people would travel um, to like uh, to meet the guildmates. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, that's that's that'd be kind of weird. I feel like that'd be kind of random. Yeah, it's totally odd. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we've definitely we've had we I've had one couple or one like people start dating and they would post pictures on the guild forums of them hanging out and stuff. And that's so crazy. Yeah, none of us really liked the girl. Oh. She was kind of crazy. Oh. But, <laughs> right. I mean, as long as they love each other, I guess. I mean, 
I mean, she plays World of Warcraft. Like, yeah. what, what more do you want in life? <laughs> a girl who plays World of Warcraft. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I, um, I know, I know you're married, so so this is totally like an inappropriate joke. But hey, I know it. in a in a previous episode, I've said like, oh, people who got married, their first their first mistake was like getting married, so they can't play more video games or something like that. I'm a I'm a gamer at heart, guys. <laughs> Uh, uh, die hard. Die by the Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess, I guess to kind of conclude it with WoW, it's you know, like you, you don't really have. I mean, sure, you have a league where you like kind of you can meet other people uh, online, but like with WoW, like you have a guild and you have like people who you see and then. Um, like in game, and then you spend time with them because raiding takes like what five to six hours a night. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's it's pretty nuts. Um, but you know, you you can't really have that experience, and and I think you can't really have that experience now with WoW. I I mean I don't know, but um, that was a lot of fun. You know, meet a lot of people from places. My guild leader worked at Costco, which is cool. Um. It's just the small things like that. that yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I like that. I like I, I've always uh, told Timmy and um, like my other friends is that like I don't really I'm not like too sad that I missed the WoW era, but if I did play it, like the biggest thing that I know that I missed out on was the community aspect of WoW, of just like having online friends who were just so into what you're into, and you guys would you know meet up multiple times a week for hours on end to to be a team and you know it's it it's a rare experience yeah. that um we may never experience again but you know i mean there's other cool gaming experiences out there so yeah yeah all right awesome number three timmy or number number, number one number first first game i don't know people have usually done it in like descending order of like the number three number two number one Oh, like, of like, like the top third best? Yeah, yeah, oh. number three. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it's your third favorite. But I guess it was, yours was done chronologically. So yes. Your first of your top three. I'm so sorry, <laughs> I messed up the podcast. Oh, no, I'm, I'm cutting this episode <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, okay, so next chronologically, this is around high school, is, okay, so I had to combine it because I'll, I'll explain why. But okay. it's Mass Effect Two, okay, okay, slash Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> you, there's any, okay, okay, they're related, <laughs> but but they're not <laughs> related. <laughs> and, related. <laughs> same <laughs> game. <laughs> what? What are you? I mean, you you would expect like you know like Dota, Dota Two, like Mass Effect Two, Mass uh, Effect One. <laughs> Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, and Mass Effect 2. <laughs> Wait, do you think I was going to say, like, Mass Effect 3 or one. something? Mass Effect 1. Mass Effect 1. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Mass- the Mass Effect series, yeah. And then you're like, Star Wars, and I was like, what? I okay. okay. Uh, you said you'd explain yourself. Ex- yeah, explain yeah. yourself. I'll explain myself. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, okay, so I bought Mass Effect 1 in anticipation for Mass Effect 2. Okay. Because um, I was really... I don't know why I was really excited about it. I don't actually remember how I heard of Mass Effect 2. 
Um, so anyway, yeah, I played through one. And then um, before then, I played Knights of the Old Republic, and I would have considered that one of my favorite games. Um, so the company that made both of them is uh, Bioware. Yep. And so Bioware is like probably uh, one of the best story-making companies um, that at least I've experienced. Yep, yep, I agree. Um, and so I think they do a really good job, like with the story, and also getting like you, like your character, like into um, the world of the game, mm-hmm. to the story. Um, so that's the Republic. Um, you like travel to like all these different like planets. You encounter like so many different types of people, uh, like their stories, their problems, and then you have like all these different kinds of relationships with your crewmates and then like develops over time. And then, um, and then also the crazy plot twist, um, in that game. Do you know that plot twist? I've heard there's a twist. I don't know what the twist is, but, um, on our podcast, you know, we are all for spoilers. And so if if you want to go for it, like it's a, the game came out in 2003, so I haven't played it for 12 years. I think I deserve to 12 years old. It's 12 years old, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, so in the game, uh, there's like these two Sith Lords, Darth Malak and Darth Revan. Mm-hmm. Um, Revan was Malak's uh, teacher or uh, master. Mm-hmm. And, and Malak uh, eventually killed Revan. Ah, wait, that's the twist, right? Sorry, sorry, sorry. No. Um, <laughs> okay. Republic actually uh, killed Revan. So then you learn that in the game. You, like, wake up, and then your ship's on fire, and you all walk around, and then you play through, like, six hours of the game, and then eventually you face Darth Malak, Mm -hmm. and he tells you, you are actually Darth Revan. What? That's crazy. What what kind of game does that? Like, it makes, like, this huge, like, like, story about, like, these, like, Sith Lords, and you're just like, oh, I'm just a guy on the ship who just woke up. And then you find out. But then you replay the game and you realize, like, all these characters have been, like, hinting that you are, like, the Sith Lord the whole time. Oh. It's like, wow. Like, how did they, how did they do that? Like, like, I don't know. It was amazing. Anyway. I have nerd chills from you just explaining that. Great. So, I mean, that, that, like, that story was really awesome. So then, and then also, like, the idea that, like, the choices you make like, determines your, like, alignment, and then, like, how people respond to you, how your crewmates respond to you, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, Mass Effect, going back to Mass Effect, uh, I think it does all these same things, you know, the, all the planets, encounters, your crewmates. Uh, there's no real plot twist. I mean, I guess there kind of is. No, I don't think or so. Or Mass Effect? Yeah, there's no, like, huge plot twist like that, right? Um, I mean... For Mass Effect 2 specifically, or the series? The series. Uh, I mean, it, it depends if you abide by the indoctrination theory or not. Uh, like, it, whole understanding the Reapers and stuff? Yeah, yeah. but I, overall, not really. The, the game wasn't really meant to to pull your leg or anything. Yeah, yeah. So, I think Mass Effect like did all those things, except like better, and then there were more choices that you can make, and then there's like, a bigger universe for you to experience. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, I think even though the story wasn't that good, I think 
like the idea of like discovery um and then also the depth of the characters of like your crew um was it was pretty amazing like like it was really exciting after each mission to go back and talk to everyone so that you don't miss like a like a um like a character development or whatever right right and with each character you do like that special mission to like that's you know like uh what's that black guy's name that no one knows uh, jacob is that his name jacob isn't it jacob yeah right yeah, yeah. And you like learn you learn about his like his daddy issues and then you go on the planet and you like i can you know like kill his father or whatever jacob but, taylor jacob taylor <laughs> yeah, he was probably the worst character <laughs> uh, the whole series he was yeah he was uh he was very stale as a character yeah yeah um so is mass effect 2 your favorite mass effect of the three yes mass effect 1's gameplay was a little too bad for me to enjoy yeah it's fairly primitive yeah and then mass effect 3 start uh just that ending was it ruined it all for me. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. Yeah. If you want to go in depth about the ending to Mass Effect, uh, please check out the podcast on NPC Talk, uh, episode 16. It's a very long episode, but we talk about the ending, man. Dude. We go at it. Did you go? You played it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> please. <laughs> Timothy, please. I'm so sorry. I'm so <laughs> I saw it. I remember it was like two hours long. It was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead. Um. So, for so okay. So uh, you put these two games together because they are uh, Bioware and very story based. Yes. Yes. And it kind of built like Kotor's, um, uh, kind of hyped. Mass Effect 2 for me, because I knew the company, um, and the same things I liked about KOTOR were in Mass Effect mm. 2. I see, I see. Yeah. yeah. For the uh, for the viewers, uh, Timmy was the one who introduced me to the Mass Effect series. Yes, I do remember that, yeah. I had no idea what the heck a Mass Effect was, and then <laughs> Timmy was like, dude, you, you've got to play it, and I'm like... All right, why not? And and I got hooked. So, and you 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 are very happy that you played it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. Okay. Mass Effect is like it, it's mm, top ten probably for me. Oh, top ten. Yeah. Are you gonna do a top ten show or something? <laughs> dude, a top ten show would be like twenty hours long. Twenty hours. <laughs> twenty hours. You're talking about each game for two hours. Yeah, that that's how long wow. my top ten would be. It's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, and um, I guess I think the whole romance stuff was, I mean, okay, besides the sex stuff, but I was, like, really, um, I think at that time, really, I don't know, enjoyed the option, because I think I was kind of a hopeless romantic or whatever. Mm. So in, like, video games, that was, like, it was, like, kind of interesting that you could do that. I guess thinking about it now is kind of weird, but I hope my wife doesn't listen. <laughs> 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 Talk about it. It was my, one of my favorite games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was totally digging the romance when I was yeah. playing Mass Effect as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, it was very interesting. That like, I think I remember that was like a huge controversy. 
Um, I mean, okay, that was more the sex part, but mm. I guess not the actual romance. But okay, okay. So while we're talking about this, why don't you share with the audience your romance line? My romance. <laughs> uh, Mass Effect One, like who? Yeah. Okay, Mass Effect One was like was Ashley. Mass Effect Two was um, Miranda. Uh and then uh mass effect 3 okay actually you know you know the actor who they um uh make it or they base the character off of uh no i don't well you don't know like that the voice actor is an actress wait what do you miranda miranda it Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Miranda is... Look up Yvonne Strahovski. How, did, how, how am I supposed to spell that? Yvonne... Oh, okay. Yvonne. It's, the, it's the first one. I got it. got this. Okay, so Miranda is based off of this lovely lady, Yvonne Strahovski. Yeah, and then she's also the uh, the the voice actor, too. And then she, she was actually... That's why I started watching Chuck, because she was in it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she... Yeah. For for the viewers who are like me and have no idea, she is a very pretty, <laughs> and um, yeah, and born. You in didn't know that? Too. I don't. I don't. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think that was another cool part about Mass Effect. It was like, uh, like they had you know like Seth Green. Um, <laughs> I guess that's all I remember. Uh, who's the the uh, what's his name? The author? The the elusive man? Oh, uh, wait, the, oh, the Elusive Man, right? That, that was yeah, his name. Yeah, yeah. I forgot, I forgot his name. But they had, like, actual, like, actors do voice acting. Like, no other game has really done that before. That was pretty cool. What do you mean, Elusive Man's name? Like, his, the, uh, his voice actor? Yeah. Uh, 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 I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, that, like, made it also, like, you were, like, really, like, involved in the game. and. Yeah. Um, for sure. Kind of really sucked you in, too. Martin Sheen. It's Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. I actually don't know who that is. Okay, cool. Because me neither. <laughs> 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 um, okay. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited that you are here yes. with me right now um, talking about Mass Effect because not only did you introduce the Mass Effect series as a game to me, you have also introduced the series as a book to me. Oh yeah, and I love those books. Yeah. I, I cannot. I made my mom read those books, and she was not as emphatic about it as I was, and I was so disappointed. But the books were so good. Oh, they were and, really good. And uh, for the viewers, oh, actually, you know, I talked about the books. <laughs> this is like my fourth time talking about the books. <laughs> That's how much you love them. But there, it's about Captain Anderson's life and characters from mass effect 3 the game that you're like who the heck are these people they have nothing to do with anything and they're like i don't even know this is so dumb and i was playing it like oh my god i read the books and i yeah. totally know who these people are and it's awesome like uh like uh Ke- keena keena what's her name the girl that he was had a thing with oh my goodness it was um oh no dude come on you read it it was Ah, I, I can't remember. the The K was um, there was Kai Leng, who was um the oh that ninja guy, the cool ninja guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. That yeah. was really cool. And then Holly Sanders. Holly Sanders. Oh man, 
she breaks my heart. Yeah, I remember that. That moment was really cool. When you're like, I read these books, I know who this is. And, like, she was talking about, like, oh, I know Captain Anderson. And we're like, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Those were really, really awesome books. Do you, do I, were they mine or were they yours? They were yours. I definitely borrowed all three of them from you. Okay. And I don't know what they are anymore. I definitely give them back. Don't, don't look at me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I think also, you know, Mass Effect was like one of the first games that kind of the cinematics or the, pretty much everything, all the dialogue was like very movie formatted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think that was very like, wow, like, are you playing a game or are you like playing a movie? Right. It was, um, I mean, the game itself was intense, right? You had like some intense combat and you have a lot of exploring to do. But at the end of the day, it it was really just, in a sense, relaxing to mm-hmm. just be able to talk to people and like watch all the cool things that happen. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was, it was nice. It, yeah. It did. It felt like a movie. You're you're right. It, it did, and then like that when you're in the bar, and then you can like drink, and then he gets like sick and throws up or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did they put that in there? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, kind of think about it. So far, all of your top games have uh, some alcoholic, uh, <laughs> <laughs> some alcoholic interactions in them. <laughs> I guess you know why I chose them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know. I I was thinking, like, would I play through those games again? Like, I'm not sure I would, but... Um, what, what alignment were you when you played? Um, Paragon. Oh, you couldn't do it? You couldn't be the mean guy? No, that, it's because Paragon is more in tune with my real-life personality. <laughs> and... <laughs> uh-huh. No, um, I think in games, I, I enjoy being the hero. Like... Mm. Uh, in World of Warcraft, I would be Alliance, and um, yeah, just you know, yeah, I, I enjoy that that line of <laughs> heroism. So, mm-hmm. uh, do you uh, remember what my major was? My first, my first major was. Um, was it evil knievelology? <laughs> no, I don't. I have no idea. You had you had a major before your current major. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I the actual so I went in as mechanical engineering, yeah. and the reason I chose that um, was because of Mass Effect Two. Was because the world was so immersive and like space amazed me, and like all, going to all these planets and the possibility of like I don't know meeting like alien races or whatever, or developing like colonies on different planets. I was like, I really want to help develop like, the space industry. So then I joined, and I, I wanted to do aerospace, but I just, like, ah, eh, mechanical is more broad, and I'll get in there anyway. It's the same stuff. So a game actually influenced my real-life decision. You're, like, <laughs> you're not a mechanical engineer. <laughs> I thought you graduated in that major. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, you, did, did you switch to uh, electrical. Yes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I am an econ major. Please please don't put your smart engineering stuff in my face. I don't know what you're talking about besides supply and demand. Don't even. (laughs) We've been roommates for like a year and a half. Or we were roommates for like a year and a half. 
We were roommates for a year and a beautiful summer. And a, that was a very beautiful <laughs> I Yes, I switched to electrical engineering and my dreams and hopes of going to meet aliens and Asari have went down the drain. They were decimated by the dreams and hopes of future technology and all the cool things you can do with gaming and computers. Yes. I understand. Might as well just play the games. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, what, that's what we're all about here at NFT Talk. <laughs> so, you, you, I'm so glad we're having this episode. <laughs> I'm just so happy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, uh, Mass Effect 2. Yes. Awesome choice. Uh, before we move on, I really like that Mass Effect 2 is very uh, party-focused, very character-specific. You got to know these aliens and party members um, at a very personal level. And uh, I don't know, that, that was kind of one of my favorite parts about that game. You didn't get it as much in 1 and 3. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, th- yeah. it was just kind of 3 was just chaos the whole time, and 1 was still a little primitive. But yeah, 2 definitely had a great balance of that. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, so that's Mass Effect 2, and uh, I'm sorry, and Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Alright, and for the grand number one, Timmy, what have you got? The grand, you mean the number three. Oh, oh my god! In the, in the chronological number three. It is League of Legends. Oh, League of Legends. Oh, League of Legends, yes. I, I don't know anything about that game. I, I know you don't know anything about that game. <laughs> because <laughs> we play with each other and you're just like, oh, dude. I feel... <laughs> I, I don't know. So, for the viewers, I, I've always thought of myself as a fairly good competitive gamer, but after this episode, I, I'm starting to doubt myself. <laughs> that was so, my goal. Apparently, like, I've been derping around <laughs> in StarCraft and League of Legends. <laughs> uh, no, he's still credible, viewers. He's still credible. You should still listen to this podcast. <laughs> Which, yeah, I'm totally okay with uh, being the derpster. Yes. Uh, So I did listen to Jeremy's episode, so I'll try not to re-talk about everything he did. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did... So I started with, actually, Heroes of New Earth. So I didn't play Dota. Uh, I played, like, three or four games, and it was really confusing. (laughs) Um, And then, so I went into Heroes of New Earth when it was out in beta... Uh, 2009. So, um, play with like a bunch of my friends. So that was like really fun. Um, I believe, um, to this day that it is a better game than Dota 2 and League of Legends, um, in terms of gameplay. Uh, but I think like the reason it, the, um, game kind of died out was because of the company. And because of its uh, consumer response, which is pretty much none. Oh. Um, so, sorry, go ahead. How, how is it better than Dota 2? Like, you yeah. got to hit me up with that. Okay. Um, so, Dota 2 was, like, they tried really hard to make an exact port of Dota 1. Okay. So I guess I might be biased because I didn't play that much Dota, so Dota 2 people would go back to saying that since it's like a similar game but I never had that experience um, but Han was the um, the response time 
to your character and like the turn rate um and like was actually it's actually a lot faster you can look that oh. up and it's, but it's like something pretty ridiculous like like 0.5 seconds like faster than Dota 2. Wow. And so the game is actually really really fast. And so um it was like made a lot of fun. Like the it was really smooth like the gameplay and the characters were a lot of fun. Um and I think it just made for a faster better game. Mm. Um but then I think the reason it died out, I think because of those things, like it was just like the company didn't really like move forward in their ideas. They became more um, like greedy in their decisions, um, not really listening to like what the consumers wanted or what the pro players wanted. Um, and I watch all like the the pro games, like Honcast and um, all the tournaments based off of there. Uh, we did actually, my, me and my friends were in a tournament and we played a team called TSM. My what? I'm not sure if they were Team Solo mid though, <laughs> but they were, But we played like a pretty legit team, and we got we got destroyed. But um, but so I was fairly involved in the game, so I wish that it could have done better. But um, during the time I, we tried LOL, it came out that year, but we we're just kind of like, eh, like it, it's not that much fun. It's kind of weird, and like Han is, um, we thought it was better. So. Um, I think League's uh, free-to-play model was way too good at um, at the time. Mm. I think the balance between being casual and competitive was like like ridiculous. It was like really crazy how well the company did in terms of promoting um, themselves um, and like how they attracted both casual and pro players. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a great thing. So I do miss Han, but you know, finally great replacement in League of Legends. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So for the viewers, uh, Timmy and I have had many hours playing League of Legends together. We did actually, and we joined a tournament together. Yeah, we did join a tournament, and we got fourth place. Yes. Which uh, it was out of eight million. Don't, don't worry about it. No, it was uh, it was eight, eight million. million. Well, yeah, eight million divided by a million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was uh it was eight teams and we got fourth, which uh you know, it was okay. Yeah. We played some high schoolers and they were all like diamond one. We're like jeez. <laughs> we played uh we played the number one team and we beat them game one. Yeah and we did. uh yeah, and we like we with, with some like serious solid play and then they swapped out their top laner um and they put their jungler in top lane, and then they added a new jungler who was like this crazy good diamond jungler, <laughs> and uh, and and they um, and they destroyed us for the next two games. And I was I was a little salty that uh, they swapped out mid set. Yeah. Uh, but you know what else? Yeah, I guess they were allowed to do that. And the the admins were uh, like high school. Yeah. Kids, so it's just kind of like yeah, it's kind of whatever, but. We still got our 800 RP <laughs> that I spent on SKT Lee Sin, I think. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so I think, so I was thinking about, like, why is League of Legends my favorite, one of my favorite games? Um, I think the biggest, the biggest aspect is how fun it is with your friends. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yes, that's you. You are a big reason why this Aww. was this was one of my favorite games. <laughs> um, we troll a lot, so it was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, we didn't really get into it until like the latter half of my uh, my first year. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, Chris and I were only roommates for my freshman year, and then one random summer. Um, so, and then, yeah, so I think that was a, a really fun part of the game, how you work with your team to, um, I don't know, like the combos you pull off, it's kind of the communication and uh, the teamwork you need to be able to win. Um, and then, yeah, also the times where you troll and you just play for fun, you play like Let's crank Thresh or let's crank <laughs> Callista, and you just try and do crazy combos. And <laughs> a lot of times it doesn't work out, but when it does, it's really fun. AD, ADC Thresh and uh, Support <laughs> Ash. <laughs> what? Yeah, we did that. Support yeah. Ash. Yeah, and uh, ADC Thresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I went like twelve and two or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's super good. It's so good. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone focuses on Ash, and she's. And then you're just like your whip is just like or your chain or whatever. It's like <laughs> yeah. in their face. Um, and then I think now, like I still continue to follow the game only because of um, the LCS uh, League of Legends Championship Series, which mm-hmm. is kind of like uh, a season season. Uh, what do you call it? Like organized seasons for the League of Legends, like, top 10 teams in America. Yeah, like, and, an, like an actual sports season. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so I think kind of, like, the drive for that, like, that there's so many people in, like, the community and Riot who are all working together to, to see, like, uh, esports, electronic sports grow. Um, and it's just so entertaining to watch, like, these pro players, like, duke it out and... Um, like the the idea of worlds is just so hype like every year. Yeah. Um and then that one year they had like all stars where like every country or every region voted for their top players in the different positions is like it was I don't like how how can like the hype is hype is real, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't understand like there's nothing like it. And so uh I've kept following and keep and kept up with it um, because of that. And even though I don't really play anymore, I just I keep watch I keep watching. Yeah, yeah. I think um, for for me as a gamer, um, and so like this, I I'm not really a big sports guy. But the one sport I do like is basketball and uh, and esports, obviously. Yeah. Um, but for basketball, I enjoy playing basketball as a sport. And so because of my enjoyment of the sport itself, I enjoy the NBA a lot. And I think uh, in that same sense, having like a professional esports league, like, you know, the best of the best League of Legends, that even even more so than basketball, like I can only play so much basketball a day because, you know, I get tired or uh, people school me too much, you know, like, <laughs> you know, the usual. Um <laughs> But, uh, like, yeah, in League of Legends, you know, you if you're, you know, like, addicted to the game or you play it a lot, um, that, it, it just makes you even more involved in the pro scene because you, you relate to the game at such a level of, like, 
I love this game so much, I just want to play it. And then you see the best of the best playing it. And it's just so involved. And mm-hmm. and the pros are... And I'll get into this about how Riot did a great job with their eSport. But the pros are are your just your normal, everyday nerds. Like, these guys aren't built to be, you know, famous. Or they aren't built to have millions of viewers and be used to that kind of uh, attention. They're they're just you know your awkward typical nerds and in a sense that makes it even greater. You you relate to these guys and you you want to see them do well and it's really exciting. And then and then all of a sudden they're playing pros, other nerds from around the world. They're all playing each other and you're just like, dude, the the best nerds of League of Legends in the world are like playing each other and it's so exciting. You're just all up on it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, one of my one of our um, one of my friends was talking about like when he we went to Worlds uh, twice, and then he went and he was in the parking lot. He gets out of the car, and he like sees all these people like walking, and he's like, "What if I like? What have I done with my life? Like, what am I doing? Why am I here? Like, what is the reason like uh, my life has come to this point? That I would come to like a video game tournament with like nerds. And he said he walked in, he saw these Timo mushrooms and he like couldn't hold it in anymore. He was like so excited to be there. And it, was, like, <laughs> it was just kind of like, I don't know. It's just like some part of us that, you know, wants to, um, it's like maybe becoming like being a nerd is like becoming more accepted and it's like becoming a huge thing. Um, it's like kind of becoming more normal. I don't know if that's something that's, um, like, more relevant to us now since it's so big, but mm. I, I, I would say it, it gives my gaming a little more credibility. Mm, nice, nice. Yeah. I, I have a lot to say about, about the view, the view of nerds and society today. It, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a bittersweet feeling of, of people who were bullies and jocks growing up, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> There's nerds in each of us, and I'm like, shut the, <laughs> the heck up! Like, like you, you don't even know, man. Like, oh, are you like X Men the movies? Like, oh, that's neat. yeah, you're a nerd now. Yeah. Like, oh. no, no. Like nowadays, you mean? Yeah. Uh, I thought you were saying back then. You mean like now they're like, oh, I like watch the Marvel movies. I'm a nerd. Yeah, yeah, think. yeah. Like, no, get out of here. Yeah, I don't think you're a nerd. <laughs> Oh, when you're okay with seeing League of Legends on ESPN3, then come talk to me. ESPN3. <laughs> come talk to me. Okay, I'm not that angry, but I, I, I'm glad that I brought out some, some teenage angst. <laughs> no, um, I mean, in, in reality, like I actually am really happy that, um, that society has gone towards this like technological route of like, oh, you know nerdum is is more normal now like everyone everyone does believe you know there's you know a little bit of nerd in each and every one of us and um and you know like as gamers and as people like us who've grown up as nerds it's really cool to see like people being a lot more accepting to our culture and just saying you know oh it's just you're just people with different interests you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Do, do we tell you um i don't think i told you but we're one of our friends, uh, Kyle, uh, we were watching with his dad, uh, me, Andrew, and Kyle, sorry, some friends, but uh, he was there, he was sitting on the couch, he was like, 
we're like, oh, like you don't have to watch with us. He was like, oh no, this is you know this is kind of like the future. Like this is what you guys watch, and uh, we're like trying to explain to him like the whole tower system and like you know cross the tower and stuff like that. Um, and then he he like made a conclusion that like you know you know our goal is to hit down the towers. So when like the enemy team is like down like in a different place away like more like bot lane or something then you would want to like kind of like split push i don't think he said split push but like <laughs> you know top lane would want to like push harder because no one's there kind of thing we're like yeah like exactly and it was like really cool that he would be like he was like trying to understand and like um like he was he was really asking questions about it and i think i guess that's all the all the nervous like asian nerds inside of us you know like we just want approval of what we're doing kind of thing and yeah that's yeah like what what i got at that moment it was yeah, really cool. that is really really cool yeah i'm we, we went to um in a showing uh at buffalo wild wings oh yeah yeah and we were watching a buffalo wild wings riot had an event there and we just watched um the league championship series and they were like all the other TVs were showing like college football. Uh, I think at that time it was like baseball. Yeah, baseball. Yeah, and then and then there's like the one huge screen with like League of Legends, and there's like these like older, middle aged like white people, kind of like what's going on? Like, <laughs> like who are these people? And there weren't that many of us. There were like fifteen of us, I think, watching. Yeah, maybe like two tables most at most, like two yeah. big tables. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, and then, so it, it was cool. Um, it was still, it's still a little weird, but we're moving forward. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we are moving forward. <laughs> and once, <laughs> and like I was saying, once League of Legends as is accepted on ESPN three, mm. that that is when I can die happy as a gamer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> was uh, Dota two on ESPN two? Um, I'm not sure. It was on one of the ESPNs. I don't think it was like on the online one, right? I think that was it's three. Oh, really? Was it really? I'm not sure. I think it might have been on ESPN two. Ooh, I actually don't know. Yeah. ESPN two airing International 2014 Dota two. Wow. Yeah, 2014. That was last year. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, going uh, backtracking to uh, League of Legends, and um, I think what uh, Riot did really well with the esports scene is uh, not only bolster it themselves with... They're one of the first companies to... Um, what's it called? Like, fund the pro scene themselves and say, mm-hmm. like, you know, we want to give money to you guys for doing well. But they also, um, it was probably one of the first games where if you did well on the ladder, like, you know, yeah, like the ranking system, if you were the top of the top, just like in your local ranking system, that is like when you're recognized as like one of the best players by the company. And then the company will let the whole, let the whole player base know, you know, these are the best players. We want to have them square off against each other. And it's simply just by playing the ranking system that everyone plays on like an everyday basis. Yeah. And it made you feel like, like, wow, you know, I really have an opportunity to become a pro gamer through League of Legends in a very 
accessible way, right? Just by playing <laughs> the ranking system. I I felt like I could have been a pro if uh, if I just you know kept at it in yeah. such a simple way. And it, it's it's different, right? Back then, like StarCraft One, you could have been you know one of the best in in that one like StarCraft system. I forget what it's called. It, it was like, uh, IC Cup. Yeah, IC Cup. You could have been like one of the best there, but it it didn't really matter unless you went to like the big tournaments, you know, you had to actually go there cause, and like do all those things because like, that's just how the culture was back then. You had to, you had to prove yourself on the stage. And I mean, you do now at League of Legends, but I, I just feel like the, the gap of being, you know, a nerd, at, uh, just a gamer nerd at home to being on the big stage is just the link is like so much more direct now. And it's yeah really cool. Yeah, like actual top ranked teams actually go to the tournament, like the top ten spots or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You go to the Challenger series, so I think that's really cool. And it's also cool that like the pros actually take the ranking system pretty seriously. Um, in that you see the top like hundred, pretty much all of the people in the LCS will be up there. So yeah, yeah. anyone else who can compete is probably pretty legit and. Um. And yeah, so I I definitely you did you ever get to a place where you're like I'm gonna play this hard to try and like to get up there in the ladder? Um. No, I think my goal is always gold five. Okay. So um, I mean, there was a time where I was like, yeah, maybe if I like end up doing really well, like I'll try, but I never really like pushed myself hard enough. I don't think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's. It's surprisingly a lot of work. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's something that also people might not uh, realize is how much work it actually takes to be good at these games. Because um, I, I remember that summer when I grinded up to Plat 2 to try to get to Diamond 5. <laughs> and I played for like, like, I don't know, do you remember like five hours, six hours every day? Yeah, uh, you played a lot. I did play a lot. And then, like, you know, analyzing each game and trying to be better at, like, these specific characters. And I just eventually deranked them back down to Plat 4. Um, and it was just kind of like, wow. I didn't realize, like, some of these kids are actually really good. And, like, naturally they understand the game a lot better than I do. It's just kind of like, it's not for everyone. Not any random nerd can just, like, oh, I'm going to just want to decide to be good at this game and try really hard. And... Um, but, you know, some of us, like myself, actually are not naturally talented enough to be able to do that. I also have a wife, too, so that adds to the, <laughs> adds to the problem. But, yeah, if you, if you believe, then I believe in you, too. Thank you. Thank, oh, Chris, you know what? I should, I should ask Kylie if I could just become a pro player. <laughs> And tell her that you said you believe in me. <laughs> yeah, don't don't show her this episode. Yeah, don't, <laughs> I'm not sure. I I think she's going to listen to it because she wants to. But <laughs> Kylie, if you're listening to this, everything with the girls is over. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, I don't play those games anymore. Oh, these, the, the virtual romances, man. <laughs> virtual romances. Those were my high school teenage angsty years. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, the, um, yeah, it, 
it's just it is a an odd concept of like you know you think of basketball players or football players and they're tall they're athletic you know they um they're strong and in in a sense you know they're like they're the superhumans right they're the ones who can um do these sports professionally because you know they are um like more physically adept than we are right and and you know mentally too in sports in sports knowledge but um it people often like it's hard for them to see gamers in that same sense because you don't you don't see the difference right you don't see like you know oh um you know oh like you know wild turtle is like he's you know wild turtle isn't like buff or he isn't like you know super tall or anything right you don't see that he's you know physically better than uh than any other gamer right he just looks like another gamer and in that sense it's true but then you you have to take into account uh, other things right like reaction time uh multitasking mm-hmm. like uh quick quick like you know hand movements and stuff and like mm-hmm. they they're like more micro oriented um like physical traits but you know they they matter and it, it's crazy yeah yeah and that i think i think most of us understand like you know physical sports is a whole different like you know that, there's a lot of talent there and there's like definitely a level of like physical um prowess or whatever no physical ability i don't know but i it's 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 just to say that uh you know esports is definitely just as competitive and and hard to um and people there are hard working too yeah, yeah um did you did you watch like videos of like jeremy lynn at the international no i haven't yet yeah it's pretty interesting you know, um Jeremy Lin, like, giving, like, his uh, analogy between, like, um, you know, 5-on-5 basketball with, like, Dota 2 5-on-5, and, like, you know, uh, he made, like, this video. Yeah, you just watch it. It's pretty cool. But he he really relates it to um, the court and um, really understands kind of what we're talking about right now. Awesome. Yeah, uh, when I find the video, I will post it on the uh, NPC Talk episode nice. 19 so nice. watch yeah. out for that guys um and then also uh gordon hayward yeah the guy yeah he was he did a couple things on espn was it no i think it was just the league of legends channel uh but i guess there's an article on espn where gordon hayward talks about um uh his video gaming life with league of legends and hmm. um there's also like a an nfl punter who did a video but then when we found out he was a punter, we were just kind of like, eh, was, that was cool. It was like, I don't know, Gordon Hayward. What's his position, Gordon Hayward? Uh, he's a small forward and then sometimes a shooting guard. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed that you know that. Yeah. <laughs> Utah Jazz. Utah, oh, what? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So one day we'll, we'll see League of Legends take over the world and <laughs> be there first to say you guys should have followed suit beforehand <laughs> yeah um <laughs> yeah man e- esports is uh is on the up and coming guys so oh, yeah we we on this cast may or may not be biased but we think it's great <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them that <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so do you have any uh last thoughts on the league of legends and esports scene um no, I do not. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
you know, to to recap, esports is awesome. Sports is awesome. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah. Um thank you so much, Timmy Rims, for uh coming onto my podcast. Oh yeah, it was an honor. Thank you. Yes. Um you had a fantastic top three and a half with um oh my gosh, okay, this is in chronological order. So you got World of Warcraft Vanilla mm-hmm. and then Mass Effect two slash uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic mm-hmm. and you topped it off with League of Legends and Heroes of New Earth if it survived. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess that's three and a half. <laughs> um but yeah, um awesome awesome top three. I I really like uh your kind of varying themes, but at the same time you kinda of had some intertwining uh commonalities with each mm-hmm. of the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that it was. I guess I realized it was a lot more about um, kind of um, you know like the the community aspect of like the WoW and LOL, and then like the hum- humane aspect between um, uh, Mass Effect and Knights of the Old Republic. So not much in terms of like gameplay that I really enjoyed, um, but the gameplay of all these games I really did enjoy. But mm-hmm. the highlights were more. Um, just what they did in terms of, I guess, people, I guess. Yeah, neat. That's neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that uh, concludes episode 19 of NPC Talk. My name is Inkronaut, here with Timmy. And uh, for tonight, guys, we are out. Have a good night. <laughs>